Hey, welcome to this episode of Vibe Check. On the special Vibe Check on the African Prezi podcast, we have Peter Muhumuza, Chief Technical Officer at Uganda Telecommunications Provider, Rock Telecom. This conversation was had live and in person at the 2023 Novacom Digital Transformation Strategy Summit Africa, hosted in Franschhoek, South Africa. The African Prezi podcast was on the ground at the summit, where players from across the African telecommunications sector networked, discussed common challenges, and searched for areas of cooperation. Without the continent's telecommunication providers, there is no African tech ecosystem. On this episode, we speak to Peter about growing a telecommunications company in the Uganda market and how Rock Telecom have sought to leverage the informal market through innovative insight-led solutions, the increasing influence of cloud solutions in market and the necessity of digital transformation, the funding challenges faced by local operators building from the ground up in Uganda, and what government can do to lighten the regulatory load faced by African telecommunications providers. How are you, Peter? I'm fine, thank you, Adam. Glad to hear it. Peter, what brings you to, to Franchuk today? What sort of questions are you hoping to answer and insights you're hoping to learn from your peers within the broader telecom sector in the continent? Yeah, I'm looking forward to learn from my peers how they're solving challenges I have. As you know, the, the ISP space is quite competitive. Yeah? Mm. A lot of operational costs, a lot of competition, regulatory problems. So I'm looking forward to see how my peers are solving such challenges. For those unfamiliar with Rock Telecom, can you just please give a brief description of your footprint in Uganda, the type of products you serve, and also the customers that you serve across the country? Rock Telecom has been an ISP in Uganda for 15 years mm. now. We serve broadly enterprise market. That's our biggest, that's our breadwinner, the corporate companies, mm. the enterprise companies. Give them internet, lease line services, and other. We have a home market emerging since the COVID 19 pandemic. Largely in, in, in third world Africa, internet at home wasn't a big thing. Since the COVID 19 lockdown, work from home has become a key thing, even for us. So we've seen a, a large growth in the home mm. users. And lastly, we have the public Wi Fi. We call them the rock spot from the rock telecom mm. name for the low-income earners in the market. If you've been in a market in Africa, the woman selling cassava in the market, now they have a smartphone, but they can't afford the 4G price. Yes. So we, we, we plug in there some access points and, and we sell them the Wi-Fi a quarter the price of what they would pay the 4G. But in line with the digital transformation, mm. we, we have launched a new company called Rock Cloud. We do cloud hosting data center hosting, cybersecurity solutions, email productivity, Office 365, mm. um, such things. So we, we on the digital transformation journey, like many companies, so we're trying to offer more innovative solutions on top of the ISP products. We were talking before uh, we began this discussion on camera about the challenges you're facing in market from an investment, growth and finance standpoint. Mm -hmm. Speaking to partner banks and institutions, can you just elaborate about the challenges that you're facing, even as an established uh, venture or corporate within Uganda? What are the problems you're facing from a financing point of view? Yeah, that's right, Adam. We face funding challenges. The banks see us a bit risky. They, they want the big MNO who have lots of revenue. We have good assets, we have good potential, but we feel the banks don't understand our business. So they, they, they see us risky. So they won't give you enough money to give you the growth you want. There's need of funding 
corporations that understand the business, that would put research in the business, understand the business, and are more comfortable investing in, in the business. So it's not a challenge of just Rock Telecom. Many, I would say tier two, uh, below the MNO, have similar challenges across different countries. So that has limited growth. Limiting growth, you're limiting access to opportunity, you're limiting digital transformation. The big MNOs may have different um, goals, yeah? And um, they may not reach everyone in Africa. Mm. So for Africa to grow, you need the ISPs or the tier two providers to, to also grow. So that's being limited, I feel, across the board, yeah. And how much of that problem do you think is an education gap that, that you're dealing with institutions that don't understand your business? Mm. And then from that, how much onus would it be on yourself and I guess your peers within the telecom mm. space, and I'd say the broader ISP space, to educate those institutions? And then cheekily to ask, are they willing to listen from, from, yeah. from that point of view? <laughs> that's the first question, are they willing to listen? But we, we have tried, we've met a few, mm still skeptical but they are listening and and we're seeing changing but it's not fast enough yeah i think you raised an important question we need to put more effort to to educate them about our business and i gave you an example yes. we have fiber in kampala more than 10 years mm. already depreciated to zero value the bank say that's zero value but probably that's the biggest asset we have mm. in our company so someone to understand that kind of business, maybe someone from that same background will probably understand. So yeah, yeah. And, and we're also looking for co-investors. It, it may be easier, you know, to be part of the investment, be part of the board and see, see the business firsthand. Mm. Yeah. I just want to quickly pivot then just to your customer market. I found it very interesting that you know that public Wi-Fi, especially for, I'll, I'll call it the vendor operating in the street, you can provide value to them through maybe not a subsidized cost, but I'll call it a quantified cost. If you can serve a lot of people at, at once with a low price point, you could reach them. How do you go about finding those those insights about your consumer? And how much of those insights are data-driven? I know you're also a big fan of cloud computing, data processing. So just, just the customer acquisition journey and insight generation, if you give a bit of insights about how Rock Telecom learns about your customer and then perhaps designs products like you described for them. Yeah, like you said, we it's a try and error method, yeah? We put a location in a certain market. We look at the stats because mm. we, we are seeing the stats. We see the usage. We even see the content they're mm. using, what they're interested in. If if it's working, we keep it there. We actually add more Wi-Fi access points. So yeah, it's, it is very much data-driven mm. because you don't know who wants it until you try it. Yeah, And then you have to read the data and confirm this is where I want to go. The challenge, of course, it's a uh, a fixed type of access mm. yeah it, it's not your mobile you're moving across so you need to select the right places you need to look at the demographics you need to look at so what we've seen is the the low income earners the population uh, if you've been to downtown Kampala or downtown any city in in, uh, in Africa <laughs> minus South Africa you <laughs> you'll notice a, a big crowd on one street yeah not much movement, but a big crowd, maybe in a certain kind of business. That's the type of people 
we have seen and, and that has driven us to, to those kind of markets. Okay. And at the moment, how many customers in total? And I'm, I'm going to maybe throw in also your B2B customers and your B2C customers are you busy supporting at this moment? And to follow on from that, where do you see the biggest areas of growth? I think, A, for your business, and then maybe from a broader, I'll call it a regional market within Uganda, the Great Lakes, East Africa region, for the telecom space. Is it B2C, B2B, a mixture of both? I'm just learning to understand just the type of market that you're thinking about from a future acquisition perspective. It is B2C, unfortunately. I say unfortunately because the Alpo is, is quite smaller. Yes. Uh, yeah. But we're seeing a lot of content in homes. Videos getting to homes, TV is mm. getting home, sport is getting into homes. So that's the biggest growth area we're seeing. The B2B is actually reducing because all businesses are looking to reduce cost. Yeah. Yes. So they, they, <laughs> they, they rather put in two, three cheap internet connections. And, but, but of course, even in the, uh, in the B2B, the people who are running critical applications, mm. they still need the critical support and they decided to be high. Yes, there'll be growth there, but the highest I think is, is B2C. But the other growth we see is in the in the in line with digital transformation, cloud services, mm. developers, application developers. We we also have laws that are enabling that, um, like data protection laws. Mm. Yeah. They they are forcing people to host their stuff locally than in the in the cloud. So that's also pushing uh, the data business, the data center and cloud business locally. Not, not all sectors uh, um, are required to do that, yes. but the sensitive ones um, are doing that. We are seeing growth in government entities as well. Mm. Oil and gas in the region, like Kenya, Uganda is oil and gas. So there's a lot of opportunity in those areas so uh, maybe not many companies but huge volume of business yes. yeah yeah that, that's why i see growth in in the region yeah and you are very much a ugandan business and the way you describe the challenges you face from an african tech ecosystem point of view there are sort of challenges that a startup founder may find the risk appetite being one and maybe a misunderstanding of their business mm. as rock telecom do you look to partner with local entrepreneurs or are you wise to the opportunities that the local tech ecosystem can present from a very much a product point of view or the services that you're searching for. And I guess I, what I am asking is, what's your viewpoint on the sort of businesses that founders are, are creating within the Kampala area, maybe the broader regional ecosystem? Uh, are Rock Telecom looking out for those opportunities? And then second, just what's your general viewpoint on the ecosystem at large? Because the piggybacks on telecommunications and mm. ISP infrastructure mm. across the continent. Mm. Um, and as a <laughs> as the backbone player in the space, just love to know your thoughts on what's happening within your own area. Yeah, we 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 happy to partner with uh, local uh, local content providers and so mm. on. It's it's not that big of an area of uh, many people are into. We support them mm -hmm. most most of the partners that come they're startups they don't have that much capital so they are looking for for help because rock telecom has been there for a while and they feel they can talk to us we're not too big not to talk to yeah but we don't see much partnership that brings value to us mm -hmm. uh, that's the challenge yeah we don't see many people adding value to us they're, they're looking for value from us and Content is not uh, development doesn't it's not growing as much as we we have hoped to yeah 
So yeah, it, it's a bit of a challenge. Yeah, mm -hmm. but we're seeing like uh, innovation uh, hubs coming up. We we are interested in there, but I can't say there's been too much of an impact to to uh, to the growth of of the ecosystem yet. Mm. Yeah. Yet, I think yet being the, being the key word. Correct, yeah. I think, I know we're heading towards the end of our discussions. There's two more things I wanted to ask you about. You mentioned regulation. Do you find that the government is a supportive partner that's creating an enabling environment from a telecoms perspective? It's interesting that some of the changes are driving behavioral changes from businesses and also customers. Mm. So just a general view of, where, of the Uganda government's approach to regulation. And second, do you think, I, I'm being a bit cheeky because we probably know the answer to this, mm. can regional sectors and the continent as a whole take a lighter hand to regulation within the telecom space to engender growth? Regulation, they've been trying their best. Yeah. Mm. Right now in Uganda, they have changed the regulation more encourage infrastructure sharing which is a good thing, it has its challenges, of course, because you have players of different sizes. You have the MNOs, you have the ISP, you have even the smaller ISPs. So it's, it's, I see the challenge, it's very difficult to bring everyone together, but they, they are supporting the, the ecosystem and they, they have actually regionalized the licenses to encourage you to take like an infrastructure license from one region and a service license from another region. So you don't have to build infrastructure in all the regions. Yeah, that's that's happening. It's still growing and it's still nascent. This, yeah, say. yeah. Yes. I think we've given it five years to conclude. We'll see how it looks like at the end of the five years, but mm. at least they, they're going in the in the right direction. Yeah. Obviously, the regulation also is focused on the big revenue players, yeah, the MNO. Mm. It has, we feel there's need to differentiate between the MNO and, and the ISP. They feel, we feel they're in the same <laughs> business, but not exactly. Yeah? Yes. It's, it's a different uh, ballgame. So the regulator needs to, re to see that these are two different kind of businesses and need to be regulated differently. I think more from a regional perspective, when you're talking to your colleagues here, uh, you're, off, you're facing these similar challenges mm. that we should be thinking more broadly, as probably as a constant, but also regionally itself. Mm. You get Sadako as the example, where if regulatory regimes were aligned per region, mm. it would make things easier. Do you think that's the way it should go? Or do you think it's perhaps inevitable as mm. there's a greater consolidation? Because at the end of the day, a lot of this infrastructure is being shared yeah. with Uganda being being supported in a sense by its neighbors from, from the, the sea cable perspective. Mm. Just what's your viewpoint? I think that's a great question because, and it's lined with the first question, because it has been infrastructure sharing. If, if the regulation was cutting across, let's say East Africa, yeah, I don't need uh, five data centers and five data centers in Kenya and other Uganda. If, if I can have that information shared, I mean that that five data centers shared between the, the the two countries, it would be great. But the two are different entities, and and uh, I don't think there's enough collaboration between the two. So we have the East African community, mm. you know, if if it's expanded because this infrastructure is expensive to build. Yeah. Yes. So if if you expand it and work together, would be would be very great. But. Um, I think that's going to take, uh, realistically, it's going to take <laughs> time, time. <laughs> and leadership at a, at a governmental level, yeah, regulatory yeah, level. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're about to wrap up. So my final two questions, you've 
gathered an immense amount of experience before joining Rock Totocam. You've worked for the likes of MTN, Huawei, and, and Orange. What skills and experiences did you accrue at those multinational companies mm. that you now apply in your role from a skill development point of view? One, and, and two, do you think it's very valuable, if possible, that professionals within the telecom space, and, and one could argue even founders or soon-to-be founders in the ecosystem, accrue experience working in larger organizations that have a depth and quality of experience that perhaps is due to scale doesn't mm. exist in local markets? How, how important is it? And personally, how important has it been to you as your journey as a, as a leader and as a professional within the space? The answer is exposure. Yeah, it gives you a lot of exposure. Like you said, I've worked for for MTN and those uh, at the start of my career mm -hmm. and uh, there's lots of training have uh, opportunity to work on big projects like the MTN group MPS project it's invaluable it's it's quite uh, good I worked for Orange, like you said, and it, it was a lot of exposure like to Orange Labs. Orange Labs is like the innovation, uh, innovative lab in, in France for yes. Orange. It, it's quite, quite invaluable. Mm. But for me, the biggest actually didn't come from the Aminos. I worked for a South African company called Code to Africa. We're doing um, consulting work for many telcos mm. in Africa. I think traveling to different parts of Africa, Congo, Somalia, um, even Mauritius, talking to different people, seeing mm -hmm. the different challenges, solving their the problems is what has helped me lead at, at, at Rock Telecom. Mm -hmm. So uh, to answer your question, yeah, for African companies, you mm -hmm. must have exposure and, and you can only get it from a company that's been doing it for a, a while, that's um, organized, yeah. That's that's the only way. That's the only way. So if if for example there are innovative hubs that that can give you this kind of experience, mm. it, it will be good. Mentorship programs as well. Yeah, and, and and such summits, of course, meeting meeting peers and seeing what's happening. But yeah, yeah, it's it's it's, it's you have to know. You can't just stay in Uganda and it's difficult to know what's what works well when, when you don't move around. Now, like what do they call it? Healthy stretch, if, yeah. you, if you want to term it that. Yeah. And then my final question to you, as a leader, you manage quite a large operation. Mm. You have many demands in your time and attention. What tools or, or traits or pillars do you rely, rely on to tell yourself, this is what I should be focusing on? I'm just asking on behalf of the founder because they're managing mm. the entire business with their two hands. Mm. And just to help them prioritize their time, which, which we find is, their most valuable commodity and the one, one they have least of. So how do you go about knowing what you should prioritize and what you shouldn't at any given time? I know it's a general answer, but what's important? You need to identify what's important mm. and you need to have a good team to delegate to the, the usual operational stuff. Yeah, You need to train the team to take off um, the operational work and then you, you focus on what's important, what makes the difference in the revenue, Yeah, which if not given the right attention, you will miss something big, mm. yeah. So spending time is—it's quite difficult to to know what to do and yes. want to decide. But for me, is—is is this important enough? Can I delegate it? If I can, it's going to be delegated. But also, when you're delegating it, uh, is the person you're delegating it to capable of doing of, of doing it? So right now, I'm spending a lot of time on the rock cloud because I know it's it's our next big win yeah the isp business has been there for a while mm. so we need to help companies over the digital transformation journey 
so it may not reflect in our in our books that we're, we're getting this revenue but in the next five years two three five mm -hmm. years we have to build the next source of revenue so yeah so i must focus on what's important for the company 100 peter thank you so much for spending time talking to us thank you that will wrap this special episode of vibe check thanks for listening if you're an africa focused founder or investor looking to learn more about africa's tech ecosystem check out africanpreseed.com for more great content like this you can also visit the African Pre-Seed Live YouTube channel to watch our conversation with Peter and others from the conference, plus so much more. Like and subscribe. Otherwise, that's all for now. This has been Vibe Check. Take care.